People are not thinking deeply anymore, so obviously a consequence of this would be a shallower society devoid of connection and recognition of others' values and ethics. Let's be honest, your focus and attention skills have suffered immensely, and I'm not blaming you, mine have as well. With the amount of content online and the ease at which we lose ourselves in the digital void of endless social media scrolling and video watching, it makes sense why our capacity to think about things, holding our focus and attention on one topic to kind of ponder the complexity, has diminished significantly in recent years. In this episode, I aim to give you tools and techniques to change this faulty lifestyle and empower you with focus and attention abilities which transcend just productive work and can enhance relationships, sleep, meditation, exercise, and more. I'll just gloss over what focus and attention is because I believe we all have a good idea of what it is and what it is not. Being able to concentrate on something, like a task or a person, take notice of it or them, and this is very important, ignore other stimuli in favor of what is in front of you, is an example of focus and attention. But that's not all. Actively focusing our attention on things is the key to success in this domain. Having transitory attention, focusing on one thing and then another thing and then something else, as we will see, degrades our attention span and also pisses people off. The age-old question, why do I need it? And the answer is frankly very simple. It is integral for daily functioning. We can group both why we need it and how it impacts us into kind of one section. So how does focus and attention impact our daily activities, like meditation, reading and exercise, and even communication and connection with interpersonal relationships? The answer seems obvious, but it must be stated. If we can't pay attention to what we're doing, we'll mess up and won't make the most of it. For example, when exercising, like lifting weights or performing mixed martial arts, if you aren't able to pay attention and are constantly shifting your mind around from thing to thing, place to place, you can get very badly injured. Maybe you punch in the incorrect way, or lift a barbell with the wrong form. These mental slips can result in life-changing situations, and in fact, they're becoming more common than not. Further to our detriment is not paying attention to relationships. Imagine your partner or friend telling you something important to them, maybe about you, about their lives, whatever it may be. If you don't have any kind of focused attention and are constantly on your phone, drifting in and out of thoughts and whatnot, this will severely impact your ability to connect and maintain long-term relationships. We've all been there when telling someone a story or talking to them and they glance at their phone or are actively using it. It's not a good feeling, but as it stands, they may be unaware of what they're doing and unfortunately unable to stop it. And you don't want to be that person. This is just a normality that's become unfortunately ingrained in our society. The act of not paying attention to what's in front of us and instead paying attention to what other people are doing in our phones. Before we get started on the tools, we have to understand why focus and attention skills have completely diminished. Simply stating this is no benefit to anyone. We must analyze our cultural lifestyles and pinpoint exactly what is causing this lack of focus and attention. It is an explicit fact that our phones are daily drivers of degrading focus and attention. The constant influx of noise, like the notifications, the calls, the texts, the pings, the endless stream of information and stimuli, makes it very difficult to not pay attention to it. However, and this is the most sinister part, every time you shift your attention away from what you were doing, you degrade it. Thus, when we're scrolling on TikTok or Instagram, clicking around on Facebook or YouTube, not really reading things in depth, but the bouncing thing that we all seem to do. This is all playing a part in lowering our overall attention span. Want to hear the worst part? 
you can't even build any of that back. And I'll specifically talk about the deep work versus shallow work. Once it's gone, it's completely gone. Cal Newport details this in his book, Deep Work, where he states that if you don't engage at a deep level, your brain stops building the neural pathways that engage attention and enable you to tackle complex problems. As a result, your mind gets more used to shallow work, the easy type of work where you don't need much attention to complete, and overall lowers the attention span. The knock-on effect of this is that people who ignore deep work practices will ultimately lose out on innovative, high-quality work produced. And even more so, the world would have lost out on all of the creative ideas that would have resulted from those deep work sessions. Now, I'll give you some tools and techniques to build back your focus and attention to some functional level. First, and I'll group these two together, is to read for 30 minutes a day and meditate for around 10 minutes a day. At first, you're going to find your mind wandering and you'll want to leave the activity and do something more entertaining, like pick up your phone or something else. But I urge you to stick with it for at least a week. Put your phone in another room, and most importantly, make these activities as fun as possible for yourself. When meditating, sit on a comfy pillow or chair, download a meditation app like Waking Up or Headspace, and just try to find some mental peace through this exercise. When reading, make sure you're reading something you enjoy, not the encyclopedia, but maybe a great novel or poetry or some of the new neuroscience or longevity research put out by Dr. Anna Lemke or David Sinclair, respectively. Making these activities fun and not like chores you have to get over will help build these habits and set them into place without a lot of friction. These are the physical and mental techniques to increase attention span. I'll leave some digital techniques linked below because there are a plethora of applications and browser extensions that can help you reduce online distractions and help you get work done. Since we've talked about tools for focus and touched on distractions, here are some ways to reduce the constant noise in our heads, which we've now understood as negatively impacting our focus and attention. First, stop multitasking. It's clear that the facade of efficiency you get from multitasking is actually dividing your attention and thus degrading it entirely. Forbes indicates that multitasking reduces productivity by over 40% while increasing your stress levels overall. Next, completely tackle all of your devices, not literally. Turn off unnecessary notifications on social media apps that grab your attention and make you want to engage in whatever is happening on the interwebs. Use built-in functionalities like Do Not Disturb and even Airplane Mode. Put your phone, tablets, and other devices, if you aren't actively using them for the task at hand, in another room and turn them off entirely. See, these sound like massive and somewhat asinine steps to take. Surely, it doesn't take this much effort to simply focus. Yet we find ourselves in a historical moment where we look down at the stars more than we look up at the stars. We cannot think linearly anymore. Instead, we jump around from superfluous thought to superfluous thought in a never-ending cascade of meaninglessness and hollow thought pattern. In his book, Stolen Focus, Johann Harry details, and I'll paraphrase, how we cannot build better democracies or other forms of government because we cannot focus. Adding my own thoughts into the mix, it makes more sense why the world seems incredibly superficial devoid of meaning or a deeper sense of understanding of what's taking place around us. It seems like everyone doesn't care about anything, and through these uncaring filters, the aggression, frustration, and hatred for others emerges. Well, isn't it clear what's causing this? People are not thinking deeply anymore, so obviously a consequence of this would be a shallower society devoid of connection and recognition of others' values and ethics. My last tip is to treat attention span like a muscle. You are a biological being with biological needs. You are not a computer or a robot, able to churn away at things endlessly with a sufficient power supply. You require restoration, breaks, and other humanistic activities to function highly. Once you start incorporating attention spans as a muscle into your daily life, 
you can better manage it. Take some rest days when you don't want to focus on anything. Slowly, incrementally build up your reps, measured in minutes. On Monday, focus for 30 minutes, Thursday an hour, next Monday 90 minutes, and so on. In a world full of over-the-top complexities, it's fine to get back to basics and start from scratch. Trust me, you and the world will benefit from this tremendously. The best books I've come across for enhancing focus and attention are Stolen Focus by Johan Harry and Deep Work by Cal Newport. Both are fantastic reads, providing similar insights to this condensed podcast episode and also giving more tools on how to restore focus and attention. Moreover, learn about the nature of dopamine, a hormone in your brain that is inextricably linked with addiction and subsequently to reducing our focus and attention. The best books about dopamine, in my opinion, are Dopamine Nation by Dr. Anna Lemke and The Molecule of More by Daniel Lieberman and Michael Long. Other sources include, of course, the Huberman Lab podcast, detailing how dopamine works, why it works, and how to neurohack yourself out of the trance that dopamine puts us in. To recap, I think attention span and focus is the number one thing we should all strive to enhance and maintain. The simple fact of the matter is that our lives are dominated by hyperstimuli that distract us and make it difficult and even boring to stay with a singular mindset on one task. I urge you to use the tools and techniques described in this podcast and even share them with a friend and start practicing together. It's clear that in order to build a better world, a safer world, and a more trustworthy world, we must focus on what's in front of us, ridding ourselves of distractions and other things, and paying attention to what matters. Thanks for listening to the Gen Z Diplomat podcast. To support it, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and add it to your favorite podcatcher. Also visit our other social platforms on TikTok and Instagram. I firmly believe that the more we talk about what future we want, the more likely we are to build a future that we need. Thank you for listening to this episode, and I hope to see you next time.